0: I got a girl with a mind on love, the kind of love that is dangerous. It knocks me down, but I can't back up, and I'm addicted. I can't. Hey everyone, welcome up. back to Kevin and the Wu-Tang Clan. Today, I have my brother back on as we talk week seven of the NFL season. We break down all the trades that are happening uh, during the NFL season. Jalen Ramsey got traded um Gary and Conley got traded another uh wide receiver Emmanuel Sanders got traded um it's really hard to keep up with all the trades but we break down some of that we also talk and react to some of the games that happened in week seven and we give our picks for week eight so tune into that and let's give my brother a call Hello. Hey Mike, welcome back. Talking about week 7 this week of the NFL season. Unfortunately for our Jets, they've re- returned back to form before the Dallas game. Uh I shut it off after the first half, but uh uh yeah, excited to talk always with you about the NFL. Yeah, I Let 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 Take the uh, knife out really quickly with that Jets game. I mean, that was a horrible game to watch. Every Patriots fan I know is texting me and um, just laughing at our Jets. And you know, I, I know our Jets looks bad, but how bad must the Cowboys be then? I know exactly. Transverse pro- property is that what it was? Tran- transitive property, something like that. And, and, and the- if and if the Cowboys beat the Eagles, there is definitely ten. How bad are (laughs) these Eagles? I know, exactly. We'll get to that game as well. But, yeah, the Jets did not look good in that game. Darnold, there's that quote going around that he saw ghosts. Um, So a lot of people are giving him a a hard time about that. But it just seems like um, more so than it was Darnold's fault, the offensive line was just decimated by injuries. Uh, Osemele and Beecham have been out for the Jets and they're playing with a makeshift offensive line and I think that's kind of what really did not help the Jets at all. Now I mean the offensive line was did not help at all. Um but yeah I mean some of the throws that Darnold was making it, it just like they were just way off, right? He would just like float one up. Um or or just it was just a really poor decision. Yeah, I totally agree. It, it just made it seem like he he was just kind of like trying to give his ch- give a chance to um his wide receivers, but like what ended up happening was it just yeah it was not a great day for him. He had four interceptions and a fumble. Um, and yeah, Patriots look good like always. And um, I don't think I expected anything less. Like a friend of mine was texting me before the game. Asking me about whether or not the the Jets could cover the ten points or whatever, and I was like, "Yeah, there's no chance, especially with Belichick having the long week to prepare." I just didn't feel like he could, um, like he could really screw that up, and I was kind of right about that. Yeah, I mean, so let's let's talk through the games a little bit. So I guess we could talk with uh, our Jets and Patriots first but i mean really sad game for our jets we, we, we thought we had some kind of momentum i actually thought that we had a chance to be a little bit better than that really really sad showing um you know with the patriots wide receivers banged up um from what we had seen from this defense that was re- relatively formidable uh cj mosley back um i mean i i i expected a little bit more here um mm-hmm that was a really, really surprising showing um, from our Jets. I I thought they might have a chance to cover, and we talked about the time, but, you know, the Bears, I mean, they had some time to prepare, and uh, nothing, nothing going for them in that game against the Saints. And I think from, like, the the inverse of that in terms of talking about the Saints, like, they have not lost since Drew Brees has uh, gone out and become injured, and Teddy Bridgewater has kind of led this team, and it's been fairly impressive in terms of how good um, the how good the Saints look without Drew Brees. And it kind of, I think, shows how well-rounded of a team the Saints yep. are. And when when Drew Brees comes comes back, I think they really have a good opportunity to challenge in the NFC um, and, uh, to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl yep and yeah maybe we could talk about uh what our week uh what's called six sort of pickums were yeah so we differentiated on four picks um in weeks uh for week seven, and um I ended up choosing the giants um over the cardinals um the Raiders over uh the green bay packers the Saints over the Bears and the Cowboys over the Eagles. So we both went two and two in that. Um, So it seems like what ended up happening there is um, we got a little bit of good, a little bit of bad. Um, It seemed like you're kind of off on the Cowboys and the Eagles and the Saints and the Bears, Um, but it it looked good for me in terms of being that two and two. I was pretty happy with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, we could sort of go to that Cowboys and Eagles game really quickly if you want. Uh, Yeah, I mean, Eagles are just not very good, are they? Yeah, they're not good at all. Um, Well, right now I think it's getting masked a little bit by just, like, some of the inconsistencies of the offensive line, and Carson Wentz just doesn't look like he's – Like, the offense just doesn't look innovative, which is kind of surprising from a Doug Peterson team. Um, But it's surprising, like, that they haven't really been able to get anything going um, offensively. And maybe it's because, like, there have been a lot of injuries lately and Alshon Jeffrey has been, you know, in and out of the lineup and he just recently came back. So maybe that's like one of the reasons why they haven't been able to get any consistency going. Yeah, I mean, it's not like the uh, the Cowboys had like an outstanding game. Like Zeke, Zeke had a great game, but like Dak Prescott, uh, one touchdown, one interception, took three sacks. Carson Wentz also one touchdown, one interception, took three sacks. So um, you know, Dak definitely had a stronger game, but. I, it is a little bit surprising to me that these Eagles lost 37-10 to 10 against the Cowboys. It' Pretty unexpected results. Um, I, I thought that some of their tackles were a little banged up. And Amari Cooper is kind of questionable to play. So, um, I mean, I thought that this would be a little bit better for showing from the Eagles. But, I mean, in terms of the NFC East, it seems like uh, the Cowboys kind of
1: – I'm not buying
0: in these Eagles. Right, but are you buying the Cowboys winning the NFC East? Well, I think this is one of those divisions that you, it's going to be between the Cowboys and the Eagles, and and I kind of talked about how the Eagles haven't looked that great so far, but I still am going to go with the Eagles at in our preseason pick. Um, I like, and the only huh. reason why I say that is because. Um, Although, like, the Cowboys beat them head-to-head here, um, I just kind of like what the Eagles have showed um, in terms of, like, in some of the games, they just – I just don't think they've played their best yet. And there's still a lot to be kind of considered so far. So I would still hope that they're able to kind of get it going. They had that big win against the Packers. So they showed that they can kind of have these these good results. It's just about uh, stringing these games together. And I think towards the end of the season, they have a favorable, like, five games. It's going to be the Dolphins, the Giants, the Redskins, then the big game against the Cowboys, then the Giants again. So those last five games are really going to help them hopefully kind of build up to the playoffs, but the next five are pretty hard, them, or the next four are pretty hard themselves. They have the Bills, the Bears, the Patriots, and the Seahawks, so it's possible that they go, like, one and three there, or two, like, at best, two and two. Mm. Yeah, I'm, It. it's interesting. I, I feel like it's going to be tough, but yeah. The schedule really does soften up quite a bit for those uh for the Eagles, so interesting to note um yeah, I might go with the Eagles for now as well, but I am really surprised at their lack of ability to move the football, especially on the offensive side, especially with Peterson um you know maybe not being an offensive genius, but at least you know having that past experience like on the chiefs and um you know having known kind of you know create some offense. But it seems like it hasn't been happening yet. Yeah, totally. So, Mike, let's talk about another game. And the one game that I kind of wanted to talk about and maybe kind of explored a, a topic as a whole um, in terms of the MVP race is talk about um, the Packers versus the Raiders. Mm-hmm. And there's after this game um, this past week, I think there was a lot of buzz of, aaron Rodgers' mvp candidacy especially with him scoring six touchdowns five throwing and then one uh running it in so mike what are like if you had to rank your top three guys um for the mvp right now who would you who would you rank one through three yeah i think right now it's uh it, it really is wide open at this point um top three for me, I think I do have Russell Wilson still in the mix. Um, I'll put Aaron Rodgers there as well now given that pretty explosive showing and the fact that the Packers are 6-1 and one and kind of a surprise. Not, I mean, we thought that they were going to be good, but to have against Bears, Vikings, Broncos, Cowboys, Lions, like, these are all pretty solid teams um, that they're starting to build a resume for. So, um, Yeah, I think that Rodgers is definitely in the race for this year, and I think a uh, third. I mean, I, I would think that typically it'd be Mahomes, um, but I'm gonna kind of give it to. I mean, either Lamar Jackson or Christian McCaffrey, and let's let's go with Christian McCaffrey for now. Um, yeah, I, he's just playing outstanding as a running back, but I think that Lamar Jackson big statement win against the Seahawks. Yeah, totally. And I, I mean, I just wanted to kind of touch on Aaron Rodgers in terms of like how he's looked. Um, and I think there've been a lot of questions about whether or not he can actually get it done. And the Packers look extremely good in terms of, um, the way they played, like you mentioned, playing against pretty good competition and, and getting out to, um, a six and one record. Um, and it seems like they're one of the premier teams in the nfc as well so it's it it's going to be a really exciting nfc um nfc matchup in terms of whether or not um who's going to like really take control um and and try to get that one seed and in terms of like that raven seahawks game kind of pitting two mvp type of candidates in lamar and um, Ross kind of threw that pick for a, a pick six, and it I think it damaged a little bit of his MVP candidacy. But um, yeah, Lamar looked in, extremely good um, yeah. when he was flushed out of the pocket, and he had to run the ball, and he looked extremely elusive. It, it's it's kind of crazy like how slow he makes some of these NBA players look. Or NFL, so yeah, and I mean they love NFL. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, so watching that game, the Ravens-Seahawks game, it was a pretty close game until, um, yeah, that pick six and then you know, DK Metcalf mm-hmm. no dropped the ball. Yeah. The what ghost like, defender? Like, ghost defenders. Yeah, like, exactly. A lot of ghosts in this podcast. He squeezed it too hard. Too much muscle there, but uh. I know. But basically, like, yeah, no, I I was really, really, really impressed with uh, Lamar Jackson there. Like, that was one of the games that I I watched. And, um, yeah, Lamar really impressed me. Like, his ability to make kind of tough throws, to be honest. And uh, honestly, when you just thought that he was kind of trapped, he would be more elusive than most of the running backs in the league here. Um, I I don't know if we've, you know, Michael Vick, obviously, but – It just seems like Lamar is just, like, so much more elusive. Yeah, totally. It's pretty crazy, like, how elusive he looks um, just in terms of, like, the way he's able to just avoid defenders with pretty much, like, a Madden-like – just, like, the ability that he's able to, like, pull out jukes and spin moves is pretty crazy and ridiculous. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, back to the MVP, like, I mean, if the Packers get, like, the one or two seed, I mean, don't we see them as – don't we see Aaron Rodgers as, like, the uh, MVP? Yeah, it seems like with the way the season is shaping up and some of the, like, the guys like Drew Brees who, who got injured, and we didn't even talk, touch upon the Patrick Mahomes injury, which we probably should touch upon, Um, like – it just seems like it's kind of opened up the race for a ton of different guys who um, kind of take charge of that and be able to see uh, who can win the, win the MVP race. And it seems like it got really tight um, in terms of that. So Mike, why don't we talk about Mahomes and his injury um, and what that does for the Chiefs for the next, I I would say three to four weeks that he's out. Yeah. I mean, it's, It's not just bad for the Chiefs. It's bad for like overall NFL. Um, I still think Mahomes is the most exciting player in the NFL, even above like Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson. Just like his big playability and like the things he does at the quarterback position. It's freaking incredible. Um, And they have a really, I mean, I don't want to say tough schedule, but there are a few games that they could drop, especially with the backup uh, in the mix against the Packers. And that would have been a great matchup, but you know, kind of spoiled um, by Mahomes' injury. And, and then you have the Vikings, Titans, Chargers, Raiders, Patriots. I don't even know if he'll be back in three weeks. Um, but, I mean... I mean, did you uh, see the video where, like, the trainer literally popped, in, popped it and back back, and in, yeah. back into place? Like, you just saw it kind of, like, snap back into place, and I was like, ooh, like, brought me back to my exercise science stage when I had to, like, watch videos on, on, uh, like people get injured and to basically analyze what ended up happening, which I caught like in real time when I saw it, I was like, oh, he should be able to be back before, before, um, you know, the, the season's over. And if there wasn't any like ACL or ligament damage, then it wouldn't be as bad as people thought, or because Mm -hmm. of how it looked.
1: Mm -hmm. And I was kind
0: of like, seemed right with that but it just seems like um their offense just completely changes without Mahomes now like and like without Mahomes this team had a a decent amount of problems with him like in the in the game when they played um um in their previous two losses against Houston and um Indianapolis so it's not like It's just kind of, like, worrisome, I think, for some of their – like, if he's out for an extended period of time, um, it's not like this Chiefs team was doing that hot before um, he got injured. And it's just a little worrisome, like, with Matt Moore at quarterback, their defense isn't the the size of the ball that's really going to carry this team. So now that one of their most essential offensive players is out, what are they going to rely on? Is it going to be something, or some combination of trying to run the ball with Deshaun McCoy and like kind of take advantage of that? Uh, yeah, I, I, I think so. And I'm honestly a bit worried um, for the Chiefs' next two games. I it's gonna be really tough, even though they're home to beat the Packers and Vikings, um, two teams with really decent. You know, pretty balanced offenses in terms of quarterback and running game. So I, I'm a little bit worried for the for the Chiefs here. Yeah, I'm a little bit worried about them too. So um, we'll see how they look um, without Mahomes. But I'm not really expecting like too much, honestly, with the way um, he, <clears throat> with the way that he's like, per, um, with the way he's out now, and like in terms of the way the Chiefs have performed without him. Um, so like another thing that I did also want to touch upon, um, uh, before we kind of move on to our picks is with the NBA trade or the, and I keep saying the NBA because the NBA is on my mind with, mm-hmm. uh, opening day, but with the NFL trade deadline, um, coming up, there has been a couple of trades and the increased number of trades, um, because of that and let me just go through the trades that have happened. Um, we talked about um, Bolden Tate to Maurice Thomas, all that type of stuff, but Marcus Peters ended up getting traded. Galen Ramsey got traded. Um, Seahawks ended up trading for Quandre Diggs um, from the Lions, who's a safety. The 49 Niners ended up trading for Emmanuel Sanders from the Broncos. Um, and New England ended up trading Mohamed Sanu for a second round pick from Atlanta. So Mike, out of like all of those trades, which one of those trades do you think is going to have the biggest impact on their new team? Yeah, I mean, with the trade line coming up, it's definitely a lot of interesting movement. It, it was kind of interesting how much um, the Patriots had to pay for Sanu, So um wondering if a lot of teams are kind of hesitant to trade with them, but for me, I kind of liked, um I, I didn't mind the 49ers trade, to be honest, um, and the Quantary Diggs trade for Seattle. I thought that that was like a pretty decent pickup for them um, to shore up their secondary, but also for 49ers, um, I, I don't think that they really had that number one wide receiver. So it does seem to be like a win now type of move for San Francisco, which I actually don't mind given. I'm not sure GBG like has had much talent for wide receivers, but to have Kittle and Sanders, I mean, if he can't get it done with that kind of combination, then they're in they're in some trouble. Yeah, totally. Um I I I read like a really interesting article on um New England's kind of reasoning for trading such a high pick and uh, like a second round pick for Sanu Um, and you know what's it called Uh, Belichick loves his Rutgers players also for whatever reason as bad as the college program Rutgers is for Belichick loves his Rutgers players loves the Shiano guys but what ended up happening was they didn't mind trading the second round pick because they think it's going to be a late round pick with them being in Super Bowl every year basically or um, in the AFC Championship game. So it would be like the 60th through 64th pick. Plus, they're getting two uh, compensatory picks um, because they ended up losing a, a bunch of free agents um, this past season, which are at the end of the third round. So they, it seemed like they felt like they weren't losing too much overall. Um, so I think that was kind of the reasoning as to why they gave up so much for Sanu, but I kind of agree with you in terms of the 49ers landing Emmanuel Sanders being really intriguing. And then the Jalen Ramsey trade for me, um, is a pretty fascinating trade. Um, like, especially with where the Rams are at right now, um, in the in the standings for the NFC, they're sitting at four and three. seattle sitting at five and two. There's a big possibility that the Rams are not going to make the playoffs this season. And they made a pretty big win now move with trading two first rounders for Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, it, it's kind of. uh Kind of interesting that they decided to make that kind of move and yeah, I mean, they look pretty good against the Falcons, but it is the Falcons. Um, oh man, the Falcons look terrible this year. Yeah. 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 I'm glad I was pretty out on them. Um, yup, I was completely wrong about that. That's a fucking whole take right there. Yeah. Yep. But the Rams right here, I mean, they're the Bengals, Steelers, Bears, who, oh God, the Bears look awful. Um. I I think that they could go on like a little streak here, be like seven and three, um, and yeah, I mean, I, I I do think that they. It's gonna be tough to make the playoffs, especially in the NFC, um, but for me, these 49ers, I I still don't believe. Do you? Um. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Like they are six and sitting at six and L right now, and a bad team isn't gonna like win six games in a row um Mm -hmm. but it's not like they've played world beaters like their their schedule let me read out their schedule to you um and their six wins they beat the bucks they beat the Bengals, they beat the steelers without um without without big ben um they beat the browns the the rams game was really fascinating and, like, probably their best win. And then they beat yeah. the Redskins 9-0 in, like, torrential downpour. So it's not like they've really played any high-level competition. I would say there, there's a couple games coming up to be on the lookout for. There's four games in the next – I would say five games, five games in the next seven. Six, better. seven. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. They have the other Ravens too, and then the Packers, Saints, like Seahawks twice to end the season. Still, they still have the Panthers as well. So, or the Panthers next week. So, those are gonna be really big litmus tests for them in terms of how good this team is. But if you think about it, they only have to go five hundred um, to to be ten and six. So. They only have to win four more games to get to, to ten wins, so I I'm pretty sure they're going to be able to get that um get to ten over there and uh, make the playoffs. So it's going to be really tough for a team like the Rams, like we we're talking about, to maybe uh, make the playoffs in the NFC. Hmm. I it's it's interesting, but I mean, are you? I wonder how many times the 49ers have actually been down in any of these games, right? Like, let's say the 49ers are down by a touchdown, and you need Jimmy G to go down the field and do a two-minute drill. I, I'm not sure I trust it. I don't. I simply don't, right? Not yet until I've seen it. Um, I mean, Jimmy G is seven touchdowns, six interceptions. Like, not not playing like he's, he's he's like game managing it a little bit, to be honest. Right? Nothing mm-hmm. from his games have been impressive um to me yet. But that defense is incredibly scary. I, I it's really it's it's amazing to see it, like just how good the Patriots and the forty ers defense is this year. Um so yeah, I I am not yet sold on the forty ers even though they are a six you know at this point. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um I think that I think it's correct to not be sold on them for like maybe their playoff chances in terms of like how far they go but in terms of like the way they've been able to play especially defensively they've been super impressive um i would just kind of like to see it over the next like five games or so that they're able to prove in big game type of scenarios with increased level of competition and yeah i think uh final game can maybe quickly run through this this Texans Colts game. Any thoughts there? Yeah, I thought it was interesting that the Texans kind of did not look at Deshaun Watson through two picks. Like they didn't really look good at all um, against this Colts team. And Jacoby Brissett, like, what can you say about him? He looked like a legitimate quarterback. Um, <clears throat> and I think there were a lot of questions coming into the season um, about whether or not he would be able to fulfill, um Andrew Luck's big void that he left um, at that quarterback position, but he filled in admirably. He threw, threw four touchdowns. Um, they looked fairly good um, during that game as well. Um, I guess the one other game that I also wanted to touch on before we moved on to our picks is... That Chargers-Titans game, the Titans ended up coming away with a win. And, like, even though the Chargers have played in some really close games this season, they are sitting at 2-5 and right now. And their playoff chances do not look good for them at all. Yeah, no, I... (laughs) It was uh, a not not a great game to be very honest. And um, did you I, see the was... end? Did you see the end sequence of that game in terms of like them having the ball at the one yard line basically, and they weren't able to punch it in? Yeah, like just Philip Rivers QB sneak it or something, right? Like Melvin Gordon, like you're coming back, you can't punch it in from the one yard line. Fumble the ball, and then uh, the defense gets a touchback to end the game. It. It wasn't a great sequence by then to end. And I think, like, I think there was a a couple, like, questions as to whether or not the refs got it right and whether the ball um, crossed the line in previous um, plays with Austin Eckler potentially scoring. Um, I think it's hard to say, but, man, like, I think going into the season, we thought the Chargers would be good. And they're sitting at 2-5, and even though they've had a a bunch of close uh, losses. Yeah, I, I think we're we're pretty out on the drivers here. Um, the schedule yeah. doesn't get any better. Yeah, it doesn't get any better, but for whatever reason, like every year they seem to have a slow start, and then, like, in the second half of this season, they somehow pick it up. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, do we want to sort of move on to the Week 8 games? Yeah, let's move on to the Week 8 games, Mike. Um, let's see. So let's talk about um we're gonna just go through each game. I'll mark down any any games that we differentiate in and then uh I'll keep tally. So we're sitting at two and two um for the um, for the season or for we starting from week seven on. So Mike, first game I have up, Thursday night game, Redskins Vikings. Ugh Seems like an we, easy call Vikings at home. I mean, so we we wrote out the Vikings for sure, but minus 16. Do you so do it you with it? the Lions? Are we doing with the Lions? Mm. What we could, yeah. What do you want to do with the Lions this week, or do you want to just just do a pick 'em? We could try it with the lines. Um, no, I don't think they. I mean, I think I. <laughs> I don't think Actually, the Redskins. Can... Why don't we? Why don't we just do a pick up? Because it'll be. Yeah. Okay. So we 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 both have Vikings. Yeah, we both have the Vikings. I don't think they cover either, but or I don't think the I don't think the Redskins cover, but I yeah. think the Vikings just kind of win. Yeah, I think the Vikings win like a like twenty-one. Honestly, maybe like maybe like twenty-four, like uh, three. Yeah, and can I make a comment on how the national games have looked, have been like pretty bad this year. It just seems like every game's been a blowout or like a mismatch of teams. Like the the Sunday night game wasn't that, even though it was a divisional game, it wasn't that great. The the Jets Patriots game Monday night wasn't that great. Like Chiefs Broncos 30 it, to six. It just hasn't been like a really great slate of, like prime time games it seems like. No, and I, I don't think that this is one of those weeks where there aren't that many good games. Oh yeah. Definitely not that many good games. Um a lot of mismatch of games and we'll we'll kinda of, I think we might have a lot of agreement here this week, Mike. Mm. Um so we got Vikings, Redskins, Viking Vikings for both of us. Next game Mike and Kirk Cousins, I want to give a quick shout-out to Kirk Cousins. He's looked yeah. good over the past couple of weeks. If he's available in your fantasy league, possible pick up there. We believe in him. We believe in him. we heard that a lot We, 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 we we're, uh, we're never wavered. All right, so Seahawks-Falcons. Seahawks, um, who do you got there? Yeah, I'm going to take the Seahawks. So not too close. Yeah, Seahawks there. Um, I don't think it's that much of a, a shocker there. Falcons just look bad. Like all They're rolling yeah, over. With, yeah, with all the pieces they have, like I would say a decent amount of players from that Super Bowl team a couple years ago, they do not look good at all. Um it's kind of surprising how bad they're very surprised. And um yeah, I was completely wrong about this team. And uh yeah, I think the Seahawks have a nice bounce back week this week. So my Chargers versus the Bears. Who you got here? Um, I think this is one of the better games this week, unfortunately. Unfortunately, nice. and we're just talking about how the Chargers were sitting at 2-5. and Guys, uh, give me the Bears here. I, I still believe uh, in the defense at home. But true this, I mean, they... Do you want me to remind you how you just texted me earlier tonight, how... You'd never pick Trubisky again, so I think I'm going Chargers here. Yeah, Chargers. Okay, so my thinking here is that they run the ball. They actually, for once, run the ball, and all the David Montgomery hype is kind of realized. So I don't trust in Trubisky, and the fact that I hope that they start to, you know, run the ball more. um, Yeah, I mean that's kind of what I believe in, not Trubisky. Yeah, it's it's uh, you're taking a huge risk there. I think Phil Rivers is clearly the better quarterback here, um, and that's kind I of know. what I'm. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm betting on in terms of the Chargers getting an away victory um, in Chicago. So, Mike, next game we got Giants versus Lions. Who you got here? Yeah, I I mean I like the Lions here as well. Um, the Lions have actually looked. Quite good. You could argue that game against the Packers and against the Chiefs. They really put up a lot of competition. You can get some Vikings. They look relatively, um, relatively okay. So wait. So who who do you have here? You have the Giants here, or you have the Lions? oh the Lions. Sorry, oh, the Lions. Okay. Okay. So yeah, I was about to say I have the Lions here as well. Um, yeah, the Lions have looked fairly good. They kind of got. It was a really tough game like like last week and two weekends ago um against the Vikings and the Packers it seemed like the Packers game they, they felt like they got cheated out of a win by the refs um but I think the Lions are able to come back they're at home against the Giants and get pulled off the Also that uh that Daniel Jones yikes yeah, after all the hype of that one game against the Buccaneers, he hasn't looked that good at all. Saquon's come back now, which is kind of like he's basically like not a human coming back from a high angle sprain that quickly. Um, but Averaging yeah. five, I don't know what it is, like ridiculous. Yeah, he's, yeah. Saquon is averaging five and a half yards. Um, that's insane yeah i just kind of wonder if what with saquon coming back whether that relieves some of the pressure off of jam oh, i think yeah, to make some sure. tighter tighter window throws so maybe that's sure. the offense but um i'm still going lines here uh marvin jones fantasy implications if you guys have if he's available in your leagues for touchdowns that might be a possibility as well so mike we got jet jaguars on on here who do you have? The Jets are away at the Jaguars. I I, I might go um, with our Jets here. Okay. I think I'm going Jets here as well. I'm feeling this is weirdly confident of me, but I think the Jets are going to be able to get a victory here. Yeah, I mean, the Jaguars, they just let Jalen Ramsey go. Um, I mean, Mania, he 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 actually looks pretty good. Um, but for me, I think Darnold, bounce-back game, a of, lot to of prove a little bit in terms of, like, pride. Um, yeah, I, I am cautiously, cautiously optimistic. With these yeah, to, yeah, totally. if, they can't, if they can't win this game, then it's just like, you know, we'll, we'll beat the Dolphins next week, and the Giants game is awesome, but I like the, the schedule really opens up. Um, I'm not saying we're going to make the playoffs at all, but just look at this schedule: it's the Jaguars, Dolphins, Giants, Redskins, Raiders, Bengals, Dolphins, Ravens, and Steelers, and Bills. Like a, a good team would be able to to win. <laughs> I think uh, honestly, I think like a, eight and two and nine and one. Eight and two or nine and one in those games, which like if you. Like, let's say if you're the Vikings, you'd pretty much be favored in every game except for that Baltimore uh, Ravens game. Wouldn't you? Like, against all those teams? Yeah, yeah, to be honest. And honestly, like, the way that Lamar Jackson is running, like, I don't want to see another injury, but, man, it's kind of dangerous to run like that. I don't know if you could do that for a full season. Yeah, we'll we'll kind of see whether or not he's able to stay healthy, but he's looked so explosive and impressive doing that. I but, I don't know if you could do that, to be honest, for yeah, multiple seasons. Yeah, exactly. And he's run the ball so effectively, it's pretty crazy. But, Mike, yeah. we both have our Jets here. Um, kind of surprising. I think a lot of people will be like, oh, you guys are homers. But, yeah, whatever. We're We're rolling with our Jets here against the Jaguars. Um. So, Mike Rams Bengals. Who you got here? Easy. We just I go Rams. Rams yeah. at home, like pretty easy. All right. So, like, in I London. Yeah, in London. I don't even. I don't really want to talk about this game at all. But yeah, it's uh, we're. I'm going Rams and the Bengals. Like, go to O and A, and it's just not looking any better for them at all. Yep. All right, Mike. Bucs Titans. The games don't really get any better from here on out. I think the next game that I'm about to say would is going to be probably one of the best games of the weekend. But Bucs Titans. Who do you have? I think the Buccaneers are. Um, I I like the Buccaneers here, and um, to be honest, the Buccaneers defense. Todd Bowles doing some great things over there. Yeah. To really make this defense like kind of respectable, at least in terms of their um run defense. That pass defense is still atrocious. But for me, I, I like the Buccaneers here. Never want to actually bet on Jameis, to be honest, because there's a chance this Titans team just like picks him off three times um and sacks him for like gets a fumble on him. But I like the Buccaneers over the Titans here. This is pure like choosing the home team here. I'm taking the Titans here. So this is their second differential of the week. I got the Titans. Mike's got the Bucks. No other reason than they're at home. Brian Tannehill hopefully makes less mistakes than Mariota and hopefully we have one of those Jameis games where he throws three picks. There's just no way. I, I could see the Buccaneers like there's a chance the Buccaneers get hot. Um Godwin Evans, right, of course. I think they could get hot and I just don't know if the Titans can come from behind here. Yeah. I mean, I think it's like, they're pretty, two pretty evenly matched up teams. So whoever you choose, it's kind of the toss up for me. Um, so Mike, who do you have here? Next game, Eagles-Bills to Eagles on the road at the Bills. The Bills are sitting at five and one. Um, I mean, they've played a, fairly soft schedule to start the season Um, that would be an understatement but it's it's not like it gets that much harder for them like this Eagles game pretty like probably one of their tougher games but then they have the Redskins the Browns the Dolphins then the Broncos in the next four so it's conceivable they're sitting at nine and two which is kind of insane to me I think the Bills are not a good team. Um, I'll, I'll go with the Eagles. Yeah, I think this is one of those games for the Eagles, and if they are going to be serious about and like if they're going to be serious about making making the playoffs, the Eagles are going to have to, I think, win this game for them to uh, keep up with the Cowboys. Because yeah. if they're they lose, end up losing this game, then I'm seriously worried about their playoff chances. I, yeah, I totally agree. And I mean the Bills survived a little scare against the Dolphins. Yeah, totally survived a scare against the Dolphins. So, if they lose this game, the Eagles lose this game, I think I'm definitely a little bit worried, worried about their playoff chances. And maybe yep. it solidifies some of what uh the Broncos or the Broncos, the Bills are as a team and maybe we take them a little bit more seriously.
1: I mean, I'm not gonna lie. If
0: they lose this game, the Eagles, I think that their postseason chances are kind of over. Really? I mean, I wouldn't say they're over just because they're only one game back still of the Eagles or the the Cowboys. But I think it would be one of those signs where you're just like, okay, that's not good. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, looking at the Cowboys' rest schedule, yeah. Giants, Lions, Bills, I, I I feel like they should be able to at least take a few of these. But, um, yeah, I think that, yeah, we'll, we'll have to see of these Eagles. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Mike, moving on, next game, um, we got Broncos, Colts. Who you got here? I got the Colts here. Uh, I don't think that's that much of a surprise. The Colts look really solid um, in this like. Beat the Houston Texans, especially after the Texans are coming off a win against uh the Kansas City Chiefs. Um I I just really like the Colts team. They'll be at home. The Broncos, they're kind of going through this transition phase of like trading Emmanuel Sanders, I think. They've kind of like raised the white flag in a way. So I have the Colts here. Interesting. Yeah, so I I think that this is a little bit of a Upset potential game. Um, Are you taking the Broncos? No, no, I'm gonna go with the Colts. So, but upset okay. potential here. Got it. So that's like, I, uh, that's one to look out for. Yeah, I feel like this is a big Mac game. Um, he's been fairly contained, but I think this is a game that Mac can uh, do quite well in. Well, I hope so because he's in my fantasy week. So, <laughs> <Me too. laughs> we'll see. Uh, you. Yeah, we're all praying for him. So Mike, we got Cardinal Saints to close out the early morning slate. Um, who do you have here? Yeah, no, I I mean I like the Saints here. Um I I think it'll be interesting though. I uh tend to and pot- there and there's potential Drew Brees uh comeback potential for this game. Uh there's right. reports of him coming back practicing, uh Starting this week, and hopefully, and he's hoping to get medical clearance from the team doctors. Yeah, we'll we'll see where Drew. I mean, you never want to rush this kind of injury. Um, And especially with how good they've looked, there's no really need to rush them There's no, yeah, there's no need to do it. I mean, they should be in quite a good position to make the playoffs. I mean, that schedule, Falcons, Bucks, they, they. it's it, i I mean I'm I'm pretty confident uh in the Saints making the uh, postseason here. Uh nothing controversial there, but I mean ten, that line of ten is quite high. Yes, yeah, it is pretty high. Um it's uh it's definitely high. Kyler's kind of looked like he's come together and, and the Cardinals are sitting at the range three three and one right now, so it's not like they're out of the NFC playoff picture either. No, yeah, not at all. And they've actually looked quite good. I mean, Chase Edmonds looked pretty fantastic. I I'm yeah. a little worried for my David Johnson. Um, um a little yeah, worried for David I Johnson think there, there. I think there are reports that he was um out with an or, like he was injured and that's why he hadn't played. Yeah, but even even if he's like back in full health, I think Chase Edmonds starts to eat into that a a little bit. Yeah, especially with how effective he's looked so far. So, Mike, I think this is probably the best game of the week, uh, the Panthers versus the 49ers. Yep. Who do you have here? Um, hmm.
1: Panthers All right, I'm gonna... are
0: away at San Francisco. Yeah. I. So I'm going to go with the 49ers here, but I don't feel great about it. I actually think the Panthers have a good shot. It's just I, I can't trust um, a new quarterback like Kyle Allen against um against the forty nine defense, like just seeing how good that pass rush is, it was scary good, right? Um and Kyle Allen has been able to protect the football, some touchdowns, zero interceptions. But if you know, if Christian McCaffrey isn't able to kind of like unstoppable force meets like immovable object, um, we'll have to see who comes out victorious here. But I'm a little bit worried for Christian McCaffrey and his ability to get going here. Cause that front seven is just so athletic and I think can keep up with him a little bit here. Um, and, and once you kind of contain Christian McCaffrey, it is, it's, it's going to be a tough game for, um, I yeah, I think they're going to be trying to run the ball, obviously the Panthers. And I think this will be our third game of the week that we differentiate on and I'm taking the Panthers. Um, like we were talking about um earlier in this podcast in terms of like whether or not we trust the Forty ers I think this is the week that they end up losing um to the Panthers. And I I really like the Panthers. I really do. Yep. So I'm going i I'm going Panthers. It seems like you've already turned into San Francisco Forty Nine you're jumping on the Forty Niners bandwagon already. Um, <laughs> no, I I'm, I'm pretty doubt pretty doubtful okay. of uh these Forty ers but um, yeah, getting, pick up. they're at home. Yeah, at Michael's, home. Michael's getting swayed by San Francisco media out there while he's living out there, so he's already jumping on the bandwagon. Um, but yeah, I got the Panthers here, and our, our very own Wayne native Greg Olson he mm-hmm. sounded pretty good on the telecast last week as a as a broadcaster and commentator uh, during the Giants uh, Cardinals game. Uh, potential Tony Romo, like, next Tony Romo after his playing career. That's a high bar, high bar. Yeah, so he just, really sounded good on some of his calls. He was, like, calling things out, uh, talking about, breaking down some defenses, giving some insights um, in terms of, like, what out, what to look out for, and I was pretty impressed by him. So mm-hmm. that's a potential potential guy to look out for after his playing career. So Mike, we got Raiders Texans next. Who do you have here in this game? Mm. Is this something I special for you? It's 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 pretty close. I, I don't think that these Raiders are too bad. I I've been incredibly impressed with Josh Jacobs, um, who I traded away for OBJ, which is uh. We'll we'll have to see if that turns out okay, but. Um, no, I, I'm still going to go with the Texans here. Yeah, I think I'm going Texans here as well. Um, bounce back game for them, and I think they'll be a little bit more focused, um, just being at home and knowing that they probably have to win this game to kind of keep pace with the Colts in the in that AFC South. Yeah,
1: six and a half does
0: seem a little bit. High
1: I think now, it's. But... I
0: think it seems a little high. If we're choosing the lines, I'd probably take. Uh, the Raiders to cover here. But um, since we're just doing a pick'em, I think I'm going Texans here. So, Mike, we got Browns versus Patriots. Um, I think before the season started, this would have probably been one of those marquee matchups. But Baker Mayfield has not looked good this year. That, no, Browns, I, offense, so that Browns offense hasn't looked good this year. Um, it's just been a struggle for them what is going to have to happen for that to change uh is there anything that you're going to look out for um and this Pat's defense is just ridiculously good um yeah, i think it's, it, it's, it's whether you like a a defense with an amazing secondary or or one with like incredible front seven um with the 49ers this Pat's secondary is just like they are ball hawks. They're everywhere. Like, yeah, I, I I won't even talk about the ghost comment. But um, no, I I think that's for the Browns here. Uh, what's gonna have to happen is like Chubb will have to carry the team, and it it, it it's pretty incredible because Chubb has played so well. Um, so you know Baker is getting his one on one matchups. Um, it, it's just like this line doesn't give him any time to do anything. Yeah. he's also made some really poor decisions. Like he made some poor decisions. Really, really poor. Just, like, scrambling, throwing off a back foot. The passes have been pretty inaccurate, too, like, behind receivers. Like, it, yeah, I, I have not been impressed with Baker at all. Yeah, and I think the Patriots pretty much take this one fairly easily. yep. yep. Um, I, yeah, and they're at home. I I don't think it's going to be that much of a game, honestly, unless, like, Baker kind of gets it going with his receivers with OBJ. But I don't really see it happening. I think nope. Belichick is going to be able to scheme them pretty well, pretty much stick Stefan Gilmore on on uh, OBJ and kind of see what what they can kind of take advantage of there. Yeah, I don't know. So we'll talk about this in fantasy, but uh... – Lineup questions because I'm not sure I can even trust OBJ for this week. Got it. So I'll let you know uh during our fantasy segment. So we have two more games to go before we get into our segment in fantasy. Mike, we got Packers Chiefs. Would have been really appealing with Mahomes during the game. They're probably the top two MVP type of candidates if Mahomes nope. hadn't got injured kind of loses its luster, and I think it's a fairly easy pick now, and I'm going with Packers. Yep, I'm going to go with the Packers, too. They're a team I've liked from the start, and uh, you know, Rodgers is just going to build upon his MVP candidacy, um, and we'll see. I mean, the Packers are one of those teams that have been in the mix for making a move, um, especially at the wide receiver position, but we'll see Devontae Adams as he's ready to play, I I like the Packers here. Yep, me too. So, Mike, last game of the week, Monday night. How about this juicy matchup? The Dolphins at the Steelers. Um, Yeah, I will not be tuning into this game. Probably maybe have it on in the background as I'm bored trying to fall asleep on Monday night. But, Mike, what do you make of this game? Um, I mean, Dolphins-Steelers, Dolphins didn't look too bad. It, it's kind of crazy, the line here at 14 and a half. Like, are we going a little too far for this? I think that's a little high. I think if I had to choose, I would take the Dolphins line-wise. Um, I w- actually wouldn't even be surprised if the Dolphins win this game, honestly. If, if the Steelers end up starting Hodges, it's a possibility that they the dolphins can sneak up on them. I'm still taking the Steelers um just because I think their defense is a lot better than any portion of what the dolphins have, but I wouldn't be surprised if the if the if it's a lot closer than it is um with the line yeah no i I totally agree with you there The line to me seems very very high. Um, 14 and a half is crazy. Um, especially with, yeah, like, Celia's second or third string quarterback going into play here. This is a big Jay Conner game. Especially because we don't even know. I I don't know if it's been confirmed Mason Rudolph is going to be coming back from his uh, concussion. Yeah, exactly. So, I, to me, this line is, like, disrespectfully high at I this mean, point. And, I mean... To not to respectfully talking about the Dolphins, they've been bad this year. No, they've been they've been awful. But I mean, Brian Fitz, magic has won games before, right? hmm He's won before. He's got that magic in him. So we'll see if he's able to duplicate that this week. But yeah. I'm still going Steelers. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think we're both going to go Steelers for sure. Right, so to recap, the three games that we differentiate on and that we will definitely be keeping track of this week is, like, I got the Chargers, and you have the Bears. I have the Titans, you have the Buccaneers, and then I have the Panthers, and you have the 49ers. So we'll definitely be keeping track of that, Um, see who ends up coming out on top for the Pickums this week. Mike God, my, god I, I'm just getting the worst Trubisky. Oh god,
1: I, I just don't
0: feel good about it. I that feel game, but, I feel I feel good about it, but the answer is the mock is and delivered. So Mike, you have definitely tied your fate to Mitchell Trubisky. Um that just sounds so horrible. <laughs> yeah. It'll be really interesting. So Mike Let's talk about fantasy real quick before you close out the podcast. Mm-hmm. How's that zero six team looking? Did it go to zero seven this week? On a buy this week, but of course I I actually did play quite well in uh, in that league. That's um, actually hilarious. <laughs> but uh, I had a pretty respectable respectable score. No, my team looks really good. Um, I every week high projected total. but just goes to show that doesn't mean anything. They don't um, know anything at this yes. point. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of out on that league. So I'm not even looking at that league at this point. Um yeah, I'm just uh, kind of nurturing my three and four team. And interestingly enough, you know, Aaron Rodgers got me the win last week. David Johnson, you you really made my morning a pretty rough one. Um to start off like that and, you know, just see Chase Edmund Vulture like two touchdowns so early on. I thought I thought I was 2-5 and for sure, but my boy, uh, just kind of double-check Aaron Rodgers, come in for for me here. Um, But, yeah, I mean, it was a good week because I had OBJ and Juju out. But, you know, Cortland Sutton and um, DK Metcalf had okay enough games for me to be respectable. But as I go into this upcoming week here, some lineup questions, because do I even keep David Johnson in the lineup? Or am I going to get another dud? OBJ against New England. Um, definitely not the best matchup. Who are, your op- ju- Who are your options for OBJ? So my options for OBJ, I mean, I'm going to start Cortland Sutton um, as my wide receiver one <laughs> over OBJ. But, uh, you know, besides OBJ, I got to scour the waiver wire. Um, it's between OBJ, Juju, DK Metcalf. And um, in terms of the waiver wire, let's take a quick, quick, quick pause. Um, quick I mean, Mike peruse Williams. through the waver, waiver wire. The you, got your, you, you got your Mike Williams, DeeDee, Dee, Marquez, Valdez, Scantling, never again, um, Robbie Anderson, Jameson Crowder. Marquez, Valdez, Scantling, though, looks tempting. He ended up uh, having no. a good week last no. week. No, nope. we're 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 not gonna go with him. Against that Chiefs defense could be appealing. Also the Juju Smith Schuster against Miami defense, that just might be like one of those things that you kinda have to do. Um he's been on my fantasy team, been wildly disappointing, obviously, with Big Ben's injury. But I, um, I just yeah, against I just, the Miami defense, kind of appealing. In terms of like game script why I'm worried about Marquez Valdez Scantling and Juju here. Um, Marquez Valdez Scantling, I mean, for him, I just see a game where you know Aaron like as much as Casey's pass defense is okay, their run defense is atrocious. So I'm I, I'm thinking we're going to see a lot of Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams. Um, maybe Valdez Scantling gets his picks, but it, it's it's a lot of variance, right? So I'm not too high on that game for Valdez-Scantling. And for Juju Smith-Schuster, for me, I could see a game script where Steelers actually do go up quite a decent amount. Their defense gets a pick, goes for a pick six. Um, then you have James Conner show going on. And then Juju, it's like wide throw at that point, right? Kind of the same thing that happened with the Chargers game. Yeah, totally. I can totally see something like that happening uh it's tough juju's not a great play in fantasy this year just because of like his the flux in the quarterback situation there um but yeah it's uh you'll have an interesting pick i think i'm actually gonna start juju just kind of roll the dice and see where what happens there but so my thing with obj is you know i have dk metcalf who i actually might put in um (laughs) Crazily enough, for OBJ or Juju Smith Schuster, because I really like that tasty uh, Atlanta matchup. Yeah, especially with a more consistent quarterback like Russell Wilson throwing him the ball, that might be a better, better outcome. Mm. But I don't know. You just, I just think like OBJ. You start is, your stud. Yeah, it's tough. Like I think you'll pick yourself if he ends up going off for a bunch of points even the, against that um New or uh, New England defense. Yeah, I mean, they're going to play from behind. That's a throw it. Um that's just my kind of guess. But you know, you know how good Belichick is at taking away that top option. They're going to have the what's called safety help I I I just I, I could see him getting like three, four points in this game, being in dud, while DK Metcalf goes for like, you know, takes a top off, stats off, and defense. So, you know, contrarian play, but I actually might go DK Metcalf over OBJ. Hot takes. So. Got it. So that's kind of interesting, there as well. Mike, my, my fantasy team both lost this week. Um, It's been very inconsistent, especially in my one league, where I'll score like 130 points non-PPRs, just a standard league, and then the next week I'll score 65 points. So Mm -hmm. I just have no – there's just such a wide variance. You just – I feel like kind of just have to start um, all the guys that you think are going to do well. And and, uh, Christian McCaffrey was on a bye last week, so kind of had a little bit of an excuse there um so that was definitely tough um to take with the loss last this past week sitting in fifth right now as uh the playoff chase ends up um boring on but um don't have too many um questions there just it's honestly i i might be over fantasy after this year just with like the amount of frustration it has given me over the years. Yeah, we say that every year. Um and then you it holds the back in, right? All yeah. every time. Yep. Every and that's I, I, I can't I I don't know. I wanna leave the O and seven league so so bad, but I can't leave O and seven. It's giving up so uh I really hope I could quit after this uh that one league at least. Don't worry, Mike, I feel your pains there. Um, so hopefully it gets a little bit better so you don't have to think about it. And it, it's a bit of an ease of mind type of thing. Mike, mm-hmm. uh, before you end up going, um, we, the, the one thing that I wanted to talk about um, with you next week um, and do like a little bit of a half season review for next week, um and kind of talk through like who our mvp is who our surprise teams are maybe talk about uh offensive player slash defensive player of the year so kind of have that ready for next week as we go through our half season review kind of crazy that it's been uh half the season um already in the nfl hasn't it yep it's uh it's going quickly but um Yeah, it's been a pretty enjoyable season so far. Can't complain. Yeah, a lot of interesting stuff happening, like a lot of injuries to quarterbacks. um, And I think that changes like the landscape of a lot of things. So um, definitely would be interested to hear all of your picks uh, for next week. So listeners, be on the lookout for all of that next week as we talk about who we have as our half-season MVP and stars and surprises of the season. So be on the lookout for that. Um, Thanks for always tuning in and listening to the podcast. Um, Definitely we'll have another podcast out later this week about Premier League and Champions League football as it returned this past week. Liverpool ended up coming up with a huge, huge – uh tie against Manchester United uh just a ton of sports going on right now like probably the best time for sports just in terms of the NBA starting back up we're in the start of um the middle of the NFL season hockey started uh world series is on um the college football scene is back is is in full swing and uh we're just about to start the uh college basketball season as well so we're just like in the thick of things here um on the podcast just talking about all these different sports um so mike thanks again for coming on to the pod and look forward to talking to you next week this message and I hope it makes you smile Don't worry about me baby cuz I swear that I'll be fine I got a girl with a mind on love The kind of love that is dangerous It knocks me down but I get back up And now I'm addicted I can't get enough